Hey, my beauty. What's going on? Welcome back to the Beautifully Built Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Impet. You guys know me. I am always hanging out on Instagram and Facebook. And the other day I was in a Facebook group and there was a thread going on about empowering women. And you know me, I'm all about women empowerment. So of course I got in on that conversation, left a little note about the Beautifully Built podcast. And this beautiful girl named Jenna reached out to me and she was like, Melissa, let's connect. I'm a dating and relationship expert and I would love to come on and share my message with your listeners. So here she is. Jenna is on the podcast today. I think this is our first episode about dating and relationships. And that's a huge part of our lives. So I'm really excited to welcome Jenna on the show. She's got some fire for us, so many good things to be thinking about and really kind of paying attention in your own life and your own relationships. I already know you're just going to absolutely love and take so much away from this episode. So don't forget to connect with Jenna. And as always, if you love this episode, I want to hear it. Let me know. Shoot me a message on Instagram. Leave a little iTunes review, a little five star. You know what I mean? (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I hope you love this episode. Catch you at the end. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Of course. I'm so excited. Jenna and I just met recently in a Facebook group, my favorite place to make connections. (laughs) Uh, It's like the best when, you know, you get to meet people from literally all over the globe. Thank you. I will be a neighbor soon, hopefully. Yay. I'm trying to get everyone to move to San Diego. (laughs) Exactly. So funny. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us all the cool stuff that you have going on. Yeah. So again, my name's Jenna. I am a dating and relationship coach Ooh, and expert. Yes. I think you're. I think you're the first one on the show. I'm really excited. Uh, first and last girl. Bring yes. me back every time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. So so again, I'm a dating relationship coach, and I work with um, specifically career driven uh, women, passionate women that really are just on top of their A game in all aspects, but just when it comes to love it's like something just falls flat. So Mm. if you're really ready to get serious about cultivating your love life the way that you want it and not feeling like you have to settle, I am your right-hand woman to really help you bring that, bring that to reality. Mm, I love that. You know what I just started picturing in my head as you were saying that? Has anyone watched that? um, I think, I think, is it on Netflix? Being Mary Jane? Yes. Have you seen Being Mary Jane? That's what it just made me think of because she is such a boss babe news reporter. She's got the Porsche, the gorgeous house, the perfect outfits, and she can't find love for her life. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I love, I mean, you know, the the nice things are the nice things, right? I mean, they certainly can make us feel good for a short period of time. But if you do not get your shit together pretty Mm -hmm. much with yourself, good luck letting that last. Yeah. Seriously. Let's talk about that because it's so true. It's something that I'm always preaching and trying to remind people that if you don't have that true, deep rooted love for yourself, it's really hard to be showing up and loving anybody else. Absolutely. It's, it's, you know, sure. It might sound like a cliche, like self-love, you know, at the foundation, you need that, but there's a reason we have cliches, right? It's because there's truth to them. Mm -hmm. And before you can have love with another person, before you can feel happiness with another person, abundance, any of it, it always starts with you. And you can't be eager to just rush to the end point without trying to put in that work Mm -hmm. and willing to really try and fight for yourself. Yeah. 
So what happens when you're in a situation where you're in a relationship right now, but you feel like you're there because you're kind of just comfortable? Mm. Well, it's normal, right? I mean, we've all probably done it once or twice in our lives, myself included. And (laughs) it's, we lead in with good intentions, right? I mean, we never purposely try to make a choice that's going to harm ourselves. And so we might lead in perfectly thinking this is a smart choice and that we're going to really be in a healthy relationship and stuff, but stuff will go wrong. And when it does, we're then faced with the reality of, Hey, am I happy in this moment? Mm -hmm. Or do I want to start over? And starting over is really fucking terrifying, right? It's scary, right? Change is scary sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Always. And yep. it brings up even more things of, oh, shit, am I going to be alone? Yeah. Um, am I going to find someone ever again? Is it yeah. going to actually happen? Mm-hmm. Yep. And for that reason alone, we are willing to stay in that safe space of that bubble mm-hmm. to say, you know what? I can just look the other way, turn a cheek to all the things I don't like. But the more we do that, the longer we do that, the more it bubbles to the surface where ultimately we just end up unhappy or ultimately still end up alone and just feeling even worse about it. Yeah. It's so wild, the limiting beliefs that we start telling ourselves because of the fear that pops up. We've been talking about fear quite a bit on the Beautifully Built podcast and and it's wild, the little things like, no one's ever going to love me the same. I'm never going to find anyone. I don't want to have to explain myself all over again. It's wild, the things that we come up with. Yeah. And you know, again, they're always valid, right? Like yeah. I never second second guess or judge anyone's feelings because when we feel them, they feel so real and can be so, so massive, yes. you know, but it's just like, take a beat, take a deep breath and just like, look at it for face value. Try your best to get that fear out of there. Just like I always call, I call fear a gremlin, right? Cause when you can think of it as this little disgusting little furry thing, yes. just like it's, it's almost comical, right? Because it's like, your fear is not you. That is, that is not what makes you who you are. It's just a side piece. And it's there to tell us something, right? So, you know, give your gremlin a name if you have to, and just be like, you know what? Like my, I called my Jackie. It's like, Jackie, thank you for telling me I have something to be afraid of. Cause I don't know. I don't know anybody named Jackie. So, you know, I don't, let's not associate someone we hate with that. But, you know, just like, I've got this, like pop a squat over there and just view from the sidelines, but I've got me. And when I can just put my fear on the sideline and just take a look at what's right in front of me for what it is, Mm -hmm. I can then find the other opportunities to work around this. Mm. Yeah, that's so powerful. Yeah. It's so true that the fears are popping up in our life to help us recognize something. You know, it's helping us level up and grow. It's just up to you to be able to realize, recognize the fear, work through the fear, and then choose which feels better, you know? Yeah. Fear or or pushing through. Exactly. And and I love that you say pushing through because we we already naturally have the connotation to avoid it or, or even, you know, I just made a mistake a second ago saying work around it. We don't want to work around it. We want to learn how to work with it and move through it Mm. because sure fear can be a, could be a bad thing, but could also be a really good thing. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, fear can be there to protect us when it's appropriate and fear can be there to help us fight back. And there's all sorts of things that it can do. So when we learn to really see the benefit in that, it becomes less and less scary. And that's when we actually have that opportunity to move through it and create opportunity. Mm, I love that. So, you know, 
if we're if we're talking about kind of really trying to love ourselves more and come to terms with with everything that we have going on in our life before we go out and seek love or seek bringing someone else into our life, how would you suggest someone's kind of like at a point where they're ready? Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. 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 So self love, self acknowledgement, awareness, it's constantly a muscle that we have to build. And it's constantly something that we're going to grow on. It's not, it's not a thing where you can be like, you know, I'm going to work on it for 30 days. And at that point I'll be an expert. Yeah. (laughs) No way. Never, never. I mean, I've been doing this for years for just myself, let alone with other people. And Mm -hmm. I'm always growing and learning Mm -hmm. and challenging myself. Right. So I'd say number one, constantly work on that craft like anything else that you want to hone in on. Um, If you are at that place where that fear is so overcoming for you that you cannot take a step forward, obviously that means that there's still more work to be done. Mm. But if you're in that space where you're like, you know what, I'm feeling really motivated to just take a baby step. Yeah then start there. You know, you don't have to solve the problem in 30 days. You know, this is a marathon. This is our lives we're talking about. So take it from a standpoint of I'm going to go out and do some research every time and just try one thing. And if it's a great experience, fantastic. And if it turns out to fall flat or if it's a shitty experience, great. I have an opportunity to learn from this Mm. and then take another small step moving forward. constant progression in small fragments is always the goal because then we're going to have some consistency, right? It's just like when we're lifting, right? When we're building our strength and powerlifting, right? (laughs) So true. Oh, I love it when I get to tie in powerlifting with, with, you know, so true. I love it. (laughs) But it's like, you know, it's like when I, when, when I very first um, got into strength and conditioning and stuff and like, you know, if I was working on my RDL and you know, just 135 pounds seemed to be monstrous, Yeah, which is, you know, it's right. It's like first first Mm -hmm. time you get to pack on those 45 plates can be really intimidating. You're like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? Can I even handle this? Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's like just to get yourself at the bar and just be willing to just grip that and go, that's a step in itself. And the second, and you know, that might feel really heavy at first, but when you go every day or every other day and you just spend a few minutes or 20 minutes and you just keep going and keep going. Obviously it gets easier and easier. And before you know it, you're packing on more plates Yeah. and six months, a year down the road, you're going to look at that 135 and say, that's my warm up, baby. I got yes. this. Yes. Right. So true. Yeah. And it's, love- it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's the compound effect. You just keep showing up and over a long time it compiles. Exactly. Totally. Love it. So what is your thought on these dating apps these days? Dating apps, are, it, you have to know how to use them. And, you know, that obviously, is, maybe that's an obvious answer. I don't know. But, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, it's easy to be like, you've got on one hand, the one generation, it's like, I fucking love it. And you go out, you get to play full out. And then you have the other generation that goes, I really hate it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what I'm doing. Or it seems like people just go on these things for sex, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's best of both worlds. You can do anything you want with online dating, but if you don't have that clarity of what you want outside of the online dating world, mm. that's where it becomes a catastrophe. 
because we live in this modern world where we have technology at our fingertips, which means that now our pool of people to meet went from being this tiny little group of people that's usually, you know, someone you know refers you mm-hmm. to now literally anyone in the world. Yeah. It's kind and of overwhelming. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's totally overwhelming, but it's also amazing when you think about it because you go, literally, if you have a hard time, let's say, finding people that, that click with you or mesh with your interests, things like that, you literally have a pool of people from all over yeah. to find it. So the chances are you will find somebody that can be truly a perfect match to you. Mm. The overwhelming part comes in because then it goes, great, how do I even tap in? How do I narrow this down? Yeah. Yeah. So do you recommend that people kind of like start manifesting what they want? Like really painting a picture of of what they want? Yes. I mean, and and for some people, manifestation is like great. If you're very spiritual, that that is the thing to do. And I think it's great because manifestation is basically another word for setting the intention, mm-hmm. right? And so if, if manifestation, if you're not that deep into spirituality, set an intention for yourself. What is my goal? Um, you know, and then when you get your goal, okay, what do I feel when I get to experience this goal? So you're kind of visioning yourself as if you've already achieved it. And then you can really understand why is it that you desire this so much. Mm-hmm. And when you can connect to that, that's when you can start peeling back the layers of, okay, what are my uh, qualifications that are going to get me to this emotion or this core desire and feeling as we'll call it, right? And when we can start to really work backwards from that, then we can start to narrow down how we approach people online. Mm, That makes sense. Yeah. I love that you talk about the feeling because it's so true, you know, just this vision, this like, even, even when you're comparing yourself to other relationships of people you see online or celebrities or whatever, that's the comparisonitis that can get you in so much trouble. But when you start really, like you said, peeling back the onion and figuring out how do I want to feel, that's so important, you know, mm-hmm. so important. Yeah. One of, um, one of my favorite, favorite books to read, which is where I pull this from, is Danielle Laporte, Desire Map. Ooh. Um, she I haven't is read that one. I'll have to take note on that. Yeah. She, she's the one that kind of coined that term core desired feelings. And she's, she talks about with the desire map that, you know, most people, what they tend to do is they have a goal and they kind of start from that external thing. So like we kind of said earlier, we're sort of like, yeah, you know, I want to be happy when I meet this man. So my goal is to meet the man and then I'll feel happy. But yeah. she says, uh uh-uh, uh, goal is to feel happy, right? So if we want to feel happy, then let's start from there. End goal is to do that. So what kind of things can we do to feel happy? And let's map it out from the internal standpoint. Yeah. Cause then all of a sudden, wow, I have so many options to make myself feel happy. Whereas before it was like my only option was to meet this kind of guy and that was it. Yeah. Mm, I love that. I love Thanks. that. I can't take credit for that one, unfortunately. (laughs) That's okay. You shared it with us. You're the messenger. So it's, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so easy to get into this place of being like, when I find that man, I'll be happy. When I lose this weight, I'll be happy. When my booty is this big, then I'll be happy. It's, it's, it's just like, you're constantly chasing after this idea, this thought of happiness, when you really have to be, be able to connect to the happiness that's already within you. Yeah. And, you know, I find as um, being a strong woman, because I've always growing up my whole life, I was naturally built 
just bigger and curvier than, than the girls around me. And I was always someone that prided myself on my strength. Yeah. And for a long time, when, when I would start to date or meet men or whatever, it, especially as a, as a young teenager who was like a power lifter, it was really hard to get that being strong was a good thing. It was like, it seemed like I had to do one or the other, either be really strong and then be single or become this kind of real dainty looking thing and then have the affection of men. And it was like, it kind of really always felt like a lose-lose situation. I couldn't fully be happy. Whereas I realized that constraint was never put on me by someone else. I totally did that to myself. Mm. So I took that time to really find, you know, what is it that excited me most about being strong? What did strength represent to me? And I took that time to really find what I wanted to define myself as, what I felt really proud of to then say, okay, I've cultivated this area of my life really well. So now how can I put that into other areas of my life to really make it come back full circle? And eventually then I looked at my love life and I went, okay, hey, I'm looking in the wrong direction because I'm finding, I'm trying to connect the dots to say why I can't be proud of who I am in a romantic setting, Mm -hmm. you know? So now I want to re-angle it. And, you know, and that's basically what we talk about with, with like my clients and all sorts of people is don't ever be ashamed of who you are and the things you like and your quirks, because that's what makes you who you are. There is somebody out there that's going to love you for that. Yeah but they're not going to be able to see that and appreciate that until you do. Mm -hmm. Until you're willing to show up and shine. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That is so powerful. So powerful. Thank you. How, how do you, how do you recommend, you know, one of the things that I feel like I'm constantly working with women about when we're, when we're working with nutrition and, and fitness and feeling our best and weight loss what, what do you suggest women do when they're in a relationship right now that they're very happy in? However, they're having a little bit of disagreement or having an issue trying to adopt this healthier lifestyle when, you know, their significant other might not quite be on the same page yet. As in the significant other doesn't approve of the healthier lifestyle? Is that kind of yeah, what I'm thinking? Yeah, maybe. I don't know if it's not approve, but isn't really on board. You know, like mm. I deal with a lot of women that are like, Melissa, I have to cook two different dinners or Melissa, I have to cook for the kids. Then I have to cook for my husband. And now you want me to meal prep and, you know, things like that. So how does that communication come in and how can, you know, you recommend that she stands up for herself and, you know, still is a loving relation has a loving relationship but also is staying true to what she really wants totally so first step is always get really connected to why you're choosing to do this yeah right because that's that's our motivation factor that's if you don't have a reason that's connected to yourself that feels really true for you it's just going to feel like someone's telling you to do it, right? Like you just said, Melissa told me to meal prep. So, <laughs> which is great. But at the end of the day, you, you want to tell yourself, I want to meal prep, right? Yep. It's my choice. We're always making a choice. Yep. So if meal prepping is feeling challenging to me because I've got to make a dinner for my man and my kids, okay, there, A, there's all sorts of opportunities to make adjustments, to communicate that and let's work together as a team, right? You know, just because your mom and mom's go-to is usually to cook, (laughs) why not have a conversation, for example, say, hey, hey, honey, this is really important to me because if I make a choice to do this for me, 
here's all the benefits that not only I get to have for myself, but we get to have as a couple, Mm -hmm. right? If I make the choice to meal prep for myself, I'm going to have more energy to do things with you. I'm going to have more energy to do things with our kids. I'm going to be in a more positive place. I'm going to feel sexier in the bedroom. (laughs) Yes. Oh, girl. I've got a whole talk on that. Yes. I mean... Literally, I mean, God, I'm I'm constantly doing this in my personal life too, right? Because I have, I I eat super super clean, and my my boyfriend loves to do keto, and like he's on keto, and I'm on this, and then we also have you know our twelve plus hour days of doing everything. So how do you juggle it all? Yeah. Right, and it's constantly a reminder of when you're in a relationship, you are your number one priority, but then your other person's kind of on that same playing field with you Mm -hmm. and they feel the same way about it. So be willing to take the time to have a conversation both with yourself and with your partner to really get connected to why this is so important to you and why it's important to each other to really Mm -hmm. get to honor what you want to accomplish and make a plan on how you can get it done. Give it a try. If it doesn't work out, okay, cool. What's plan B? Let's work together because you do not have to be alone to do this. Mm. I love how you're just, you're really just saying to be descriptive, you know, just really explain yourself fully. And that's really so key in communication is really being able to first understand what you want to convey to that significant other, you know, your goals, what you really want for yourself, and then be super descriptive about it and be able to really paint that picture for them because they might not understand what you want for yourself. So you have to be clear. Yes. Communication is, I mean, it really is key again with my cliche. I know. The cliche is popping up left and right. They do. And And it's true though, because what we tend to do is we assume, especially the longer that we've been together in a relationship, we'll assume that they just, they get us or that they just know what we're thinking. Mm -hmm. And, and it's kind of doing a disservice to yourself when you assume that because we, we're not mind readers. Yeah. We're not, we might be a little more in tune than the next person, you know, because when intuition can kick in, great. Some people are more intuitive than others, but why not just take the extra step and be a little more communicative so you know for sure that your partner is on the same page with you? Mm. You're just going to help yourself when you do that. And you're going to help them because it's, what if they don't get it right? And then instead, you're just going to be spending some extra time you really don't need to probably arguing or feeling a little frustrated because you're not being heard. Well, no shit, you're not being heard because you're not saying anything. Yeah. You know, just, just say something. Two seconds. It, it really does a world of difference when you can do that. Assumptions have definitely got me in trouble in the past, for sure. Yeah. Really assuming that people understand things and ex- assuming that people think the way you think, it's, it's something that will kind of set you up to get in trouble if you're, not, if you're not willing to actually just communicate instead of just assuming. Yeah. And, you know, and there is an art form to the communication, right? It's not just a science of if I say it, he'll do it yeah. and vice versa. It's, it's, again, connection to that feeling and that value. It, your, your partner, your person always wants to be there to support you. We're natural caregivers, all of us, and we want to make each other happy. So when you want something to get done, if you want to be able to to meal prep with your partner, you let them know, hey, it would make me feel really good if we can do this together. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to be there for you. And I think the way to do that is if I build my energy up by doing this meal prep. Mm -hmm. That feels so good. Just thinking. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I mean, and they may agree and they may not. And if they don't, great, let's have a conversation so we can really get to know each other and really understand our language around this. You know. I think that's just such great advice, such great advice, you know, and another thing that I've been talking a lot with people about recently is sometimes we just have to be the leader, even in our relationships. And yeah. sometimes that just means that you have to start showing up for yourself and starting to eat healthier and buying healthier groceries and getting <laughs> yourself in a fitness routine, whether you're going to the gym or just doing something at home. And sometimes you have to let that significant other just watch you for a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's a really easy trap to fall into when we get comfortable to then become codependent. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm not a therapist, so this is not me <laughs> diagnosing anybody. But, but codependency. You know, yeah. Codependency is a thing. It is. Um, yeah. You know, I'm a sociologist, so I've studied yeah. the patterns, right? And so codependency can come into play, and all of a sudden, it's like you've forgotten your own identity. Your identity becomes your partner, which what you really want to focus on is you have your own identity, and you're constantly going to maintain that. You're walking your own journey, but now when this person comes in, they're walking their own journey parallel to you. Mm -hmm. And so while your relationship continues to move forward, you're constantly doing this parallel dance with one another, completely maintaining your own individuality, but you get to come together when it comes to love. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that idea of parallel. Thanks. Okay. That one I take credit for. Yeah, I feel like I take credit for that one. <laughs> that parallel. It's just like, I'm just like picturing two straight lines and, and just being in line together. That's, that's a great feeling. Yeah. And I know from a personal thing, that was what really clicked for me when I was dating. It was like, I constantly felt like I was sacrificing. Like I'm, I'm very much a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And when I, yeah, and, and, it attracted a certain type of person too, when that's like another thing. But, uh, you know, I would date the same guy and I, things would go well, but then when it started going another direction and I'd stay, you know, for that same reason we talked about earlier, it's like, I clearly could see that we were not going on the path I wanted, but I wasn't making the choice to then redirect myself to, to make that work. Right. And so all of a sudden I started visualizing this image of parallel and that's and I was like oh hey this is how I know this is my trigger sign of like hey it's time to move on to find something that really fuels my fire mm. and it feels good and it's trusting that you can do it because when you maintain your path the whole time and you really honor yourself and honor what you want you will get it it's yeah. that fear that's going to yeah. get that's going to hold you back from it not you <laughs> yeah you know, so it's just keep to, you know, you've got your boundaries, you've got your, your qualifiers of what, of what you want in your life and with your person. And you have maybe your one red flag. And if those things are all in alignment, great. And if the second that one of those things falls off, it's time to, it's time to move on or at least redirect. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Totally. Yeah. Setting those boundaries. That's something I've been working on in like my entire life recently, but boundaries in a relationship. Yeah, really important. And that's that has, that has a lot to do with like figuring out your own self-worth, right? And being able to put your foot down if if that's crossed. Absolutely. And again, it's like it's again, it's like if I'm in the gym and I'm about to lift a weight and I feel in my body that I'm not going to make this. I mean, we push and we challenge, right? Yeah. But if we know, it's like if I do this lift right now, I'm about to crack something or throw something out that I don't want to. Well, guess what? I'm going to listen to my body and I'm going to take a beat and I'm going to figure out another way around this. So why should this be any different? Right. It's even, and even like in work, like if you're doing a job and you know, your job is 
either like you're not getting your bills met or you know you hate your boss or something you know you don't want to stay so are you going to choose to stay and feel miserable stay no chances are mm-hmm. yeah stay comfortable and, and continue to be miserable which really is not comfortable mm-hmm. or are you going to go and actually do something to bring yourself some success it's a choice just like you yeah. said you said that earlier we have choices to make it's all about the choices that we make yeah yeah and oh, just Jenna, remember why don't it the realest conversation thank you so much Oh, thank you. I'm, yeah. I'm always happy to have this kind of conversation. Yeah, I love it. You're so passionate. It makes me so happy. I love it. Thank you. Likewise. Yeah. So where can everyone find you? Where can everyone connect with you? Super, super easy. Uh, just go to jemmaponemancoaching.com. If you cannot spell Poneman, it's like once upon a man, just get rid of the you. <laughs> I love it. I'll definitely put that in the show notes too. So everyone can scroll down and find her there too. Yeah. yeah. And I welcome anybody, you know, come, if you've got a question, if you've got something you're really stressing over and struggling with, I am always an open book. Feel free to reach out to me and we can certainly have a conversation about it. Great. Yeah. Just like I always say, you know, it makes so much sense. If you're in a place right now where you feel like you're struggling with your relationships and, and get some help. It's, it's, yeah. it makes so much more sense to get some help and work through it versus like we talked about staying miserable, you know? Yeah. And really make the choice to prioritize you because you deserve it. You guys work your asses off. So mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. the time for you. So before we wrap up, what's one last piece of advice that you can leave everybody with? I feel like we hit the most important know, we piece some, today. We had some nuggets on here. <laughs> we did. I mean, it's, I said it at the beginning of, of the show, but truly love starts with you. Yep. So before you can have love with any other person, cultivate it for yourself. Take the time because you are deserving of all that you want in your love life. Mm-hmm. And you've already got it. It's right there. Yeah. It's right there within your heart already. Look at yourself in the mirror, as corny as it sounds. Yes. Yeah. Amen, sister. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you so much, Jenna. We will definitely be having you back on the show. Done. Do it. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. So, so good. I just love these thought-provoking conversations. It just really makes you start assessing and thinking about your own life, which is really what I love inspiring people to do. Because when you start taking control of your life, that's when you're going to show up and start feeling your best. So y'all know me. I want to inspire you. I want to motivate you. But more so, I want to create transformational change in your life. I want to hold your booty accountable so that you're waking up every single day feeling so proud of your body and the entire life that you're creating, the relationship, the abundance, the money, the wealth, the beautifully built lifestyle. (laughs) Beautifully built really has just turned into like such a lifestyle brand for me. And I love the direction and that it is headed in. Thank you so much for being a part of it. So if you feel like you're the type of person who needs a little bit of extra support right now as to really making that transition into feeling your best and creating 
creating this beautifully built life for yourself, you need to come join DTFMB, dedicated to feeling my best on Facebook. That is my membership community that you have heard me talking about. And the reason why I keep promoting it like crazy is because I know for a fact it can make such a positive impact on your life right now. There's so much content in there about your nutrition, how to create balance for yourself. How can you eat the foods that you still love, but still see the results and really wake up feeling good? There's an entire exercise library that's got so many videos, my mini band stuff. You know me, I love my mini band stuff. So there's all kinds of mini band workouts, stuff you could do at home, stuff you could do in the gym. There's leg day, arm day, back day, chest day, tricep. There's videos for everything, not to mention all of the life coaching stuff that we're doing. So every single week, there's a prompt for you to be thinking about these thought provoking questions that I want you to start digging deep and really evaluating in your own life. And then every Sunday we do a zoom call to talk about them, figure out what is that you're uncovering? How can we let these fears go? How can we let this negative low vibration stuff go? So that way you can come at life from a higher vibration place. So come join DTFMB. Like I said, I do ask for $24 a month. That is like going to Chipotle twice. <laughs> I ask for that $24 a month because it's like a return of energy. You know, I'm putting a lot into this group. I am constantly trying to document my lifestyle to give you some advice on how to do things in your own life. So that way you're waking up feeling this good. You know what I mean? So make the investment, come check it out. See if you like it, see if you connect. And I can't wait to see you in there. So if you would like to register, head to www.beautifullybuilt.life and click on membership. That is www.beautifullybuilt.life and click membership. You can also just go to the link in my bio on Instagram, or you could always just message me on Instagram too. So my Instagram is a underscore healthy underscore attitude. Can't wait to see you in this community. Let's level up together. I love you ladies. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will catch you on the next episode. Mwah.